Welcome to a Created Podcast, where we create the God kind of way. I'm your host, Charity James. Let's open up in prayer. Heavenly Father, I come boldly to your throne of grace, thanking you for the opportunity to co-labor with Christ. Holy Spirit, you are welcomed here. You are the helper and the teacher. I submit to your lordship and I bind myself by your authority. Have your way. I declare this episode blessed and the word will go forth unhindered and unchecked by any and all outside forces. Satan, you are rebuked and each listener is off limits. You cannot steal the word of God from their hearts. I declare nothing but victory in Jesus name. Amen. Greetings greetings to you all listening throughout the world. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord. Today's episode is about the supernatural love affair that we are all currently in. If we stop and consider that everything about our lives is truly about the love that the Father has for us all. It is truly magnificent. We didn't do anything to win his love, but he did everything to show forth his great love for us. So here we are in this supernatural love affair, a love story. Not a love story that we are used to seeing, but beyond that. When the sinful nature corrupted the entire world, God did not leave us, nor did he forsake us in this to rot in this evil, corrupt world. But his love for us surpassed all understanding and knowledge. By this, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. We can take John 3.16 and 17 and make it personal because it is true. God so loved me that he gave his only begotten son that if I believe in him, I should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son to condemn me, but that I through him might be saved. God did all things for my sake because he loves me like that. Let's consider the magnitude of God sending his only begotten son for our sake. Jesus didn't just come here and live a regular regular life, but he tore up the world for the three years of his ministry. Then Jesus gave his life for our sakes, that we may be reconciled back to God the Father. We were never created to be apart from God, and God loves us so that he risked everything. He put everything on the line for us. 
God's entire creation was at stake when he sent his only begotten son. John 1 and 3 says, All things were made through him, and without him, nothing was made that was made. So without Jesus, nothing exists. And Jesus was sent for our sake. So everything was at stake when Jesus was here. Everything that God ever created was at stake. But he put it on the line because he loves us like that. He loves us like that. How amazing is that? But here is our Heavenly Father. I love you so much that I risked the entire world for you. And he loved us when we didn't deserve it. Romans 5 and 8 says, But God demonstrates his his own love toward us in that while we were sinners, still sinners, Christ died for us. Wow, how, how powerful is that? When we didn't deserve it, we wasn't even thinking about him. He still loved us and still sent his son for us to die for. He still risked everything for us. This is true love, a true force to be reckoned with, an unstoppable force that even death can't keep us away from the love of God. Nothing can penetrate the love God has for us all. Romans 8, 38 and 39 says, For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. The love that God has for us is straight power, straight power. Love is who he is. God is love. This is a supernatural love affair, a supernatural relationship. And in any relationship, there cannot be only one person doing all of the loving. There has to be some level of equality in regards to love. God, in fact, commands us to love him. This is the first and great commandment. Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. Matthews 22, 37, and 8. Deuteronomy 10 and 12 says, And now, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, and to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul? Deuteronomy 30. 19 and 20 says, I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live, that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice and that you may cling to him. For he is your life and the length of your days, and that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give them. If we are clinging to God, we do well. But it is a requirement and commandment that we love the Lord our God with everything within us. You may ask, 
how can I even begin to compete with God's love? We are able to love God and love on his level because he poured out his love in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Romans 5 and 5 says, Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. So as we have the Holy Spirit dwelling in us, we have the capability to love with a powerful, unstoppable, everlasting love, just like God. This is called the God kind of love. This love is beyond the natural understanding of love. God equipped us to be able to be just like him in every way. You may ask, how does the God kind of love look in practical everyday living? Jesus made this very plain and simple. In John 14, 15, he says, if you love me, keep my commandments. We cannot say we love God, but if we don't do his commandments, we don't really love him at all. If we're not doers of the word, we can't say we love God because we're not meeting his standard and requirement that he has set before us. Saying we love him, but not doing his word is not loving God at all. God did not just say he loves us. He showed it. This is what we are to do wholeheartedly. Show him and the world that we love God. God. We love Jesus. We love the Holy Spirit. We love the Godhead. My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. 1 John 3.18. All God has done for us, it'll be a halfway faulty relationship if we didn't do our part. There is no excuse to not love God or love him how he requires us to do so. Nothing in the word of God is too difficult for us to do. He equipped us and gave us the power to do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And we have our helper, the Holy Spirit. Absolutely nothing is impossible for us. We love God by faith and faith is the true the true essence of faith is relationship with God. Without keeping God's commandments, we are not loving him. Without faith, we are not pleasing him. So let's go deeper in our love and in relationship with God. There are no limits. Let's love on him on yet another level by keeping his commandments and pleasing him by faith. Let's close in prayer. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that you, Father God, will grant each and every one of us listening according to the riches of your glory to be strengthened with might 
through your spirit in our inner man, that Christ may dwell in our hearts through faith, that we, being rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and height to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that we may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. This prayer is from Ephesians three sixteen through 21. Hallelujah. Thank you all for listening to another great episode. Be sure to subscribe and share the show. Tune in next week as we continue in the love of God. Also, check out our website at wordcreated.net where abstract art meets poetry, shirts, and hoodies are available. And as always, let's create.